Welcome to another exciting episode of Be Different Podcast. I'm your host, Nekesa Esther, and today I have with me drum rolls, please. Nyambura of OKKRC. Hey, I got it right. Yes, you got it right. Nyambura, please introduce yourself. Um, my name is Nyambura. I am one third of Okikiasi, which is a podcast that I have with my sisters. Uh, in my day to day, I am a marketing and brand consultant. And yeah, I love training and teaching people, inspiring people to have new thoughts or distilling complex ideas into simpler ones. So any way I can do that makes me happy. And wow. I'm so happy to be here also. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm glad we did this. I know, right? Yeah. So yeah. guys, what I'm not saying is <laughs> we, were with, we were with Nyambura in high school, yes, right? We so, oh my God. Okay, Nyambura, I think you need to go first. I do not have the right words to tell this. Yes. But let's first start with your... What are you reading? I've listened to Okekiasi. So I know they usually do the, uh, how's your week? What are yeah. you reading and what are yeah. you watching? So I want you to tell us what you're reading okay. and what you're watching. So, uh, wow. Okay, so on Spin the Wheel, we usually only do one, okay. but today I'll tell you both. Mm -hmm. So what I'm reading at the moment is, it's, called the first woman mm -hmm. I think she's called Nansubuga it's a it's a, um, an African author wow. a novel I haven't to be honest I'm like maybe on page one okay. uh, it's my book for March this year mm -hmm. I was determined to read a book every month yeah. um, and I have two friends who keep me accountable as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. uh, so that's what I'm reading yeah. uh, the first woman the first woman nice. and what I'm watching mm -hmm. To be honest, I haven't been doing so much watching. Mm -hmm. So in terms of shows, I haven't watched. But what I watch religiously is a lot of uh, Kenyan YouTube. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, I love Mamito and mm -hmm. Wamere, mm -hmm. Wakanjo, mm -hmm. and um, the Joyride podcast oh. is what I watched last night. Nice. So Yeah, so that's, I've, I've been finding I want more bite-sized, mm -hmm. but also local content in what I'm watching. Mm. So that's that's what I've been watching. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Can I say what I'm watching? Yes, please reading. do. Also tell us, <laughs> what are you reading and what are you watching? Thankfully, I also have an accountability group, the okay. book club. So I have to be reading a book a month. It's yes. like homework, really. <laughs> so we are reading Eat, Pray, Love. Ah. Man, I've been talking about that book. Where? And it's week. I mean, week two or week it's three of March. We just started three. Yeah. Week three. Wow. Imagine. Of March? Yeah. Isn't okay, today March like is the... No. We're in the second week. Yeah. No, today is like the 15th. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it's <laughs> technically the third... <laughs> <laughs> the third week of March, yeah. guys. So we are reading It, Pray, Love. And then at the end of the month, we discuss it. So you can tell how much time I have. And mm. then I've been watching. Do I want to say what I've been watching? Mm. I watch a lot of things at the same time. Okay. They are my, they are my go-tos when okay. I just want to Your do... Your regular shows. When I just want to unwind. Okay. So reruns of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> nice. Just misbehave, misbehaving. And uh, Working Moms. Aha. I watch things that I'm relating with, you know, around yeah. that time. And yeah. I'm also watching Divorce. 
on Showmax. Divorces on Showmax, uh -huh. the others are on Netflix. I see. Yeah. I haven't watched, I, well, Big Bang Theory, at, at least I've watched, but mm. I haven't watched the other two. The other two. Oh, The so Working, working Moms and, and divorce. divorce. Okay, Divorce is depressing. But it's interesting. They've put some <laughs> comedy in there, but it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a drama. It's a drama. Okay. And it, it, I'm, I'm a fan of Jessica. She's called Bradshaw. The Which one who acted Sex in the City is called I who? see Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Yes, she's the one who's acting. I and, see. and I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. I just always see her perspectives, I her see. point of views, her I life, her dressing. I know. <laughs> I love her. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I'll definitely look, look, look them up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Nyambura is here to give us a snippet of her life, or rather some small story of a section of her life, mm -hmm. and we will be able to learn from it. I hope so. Yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> I have learned from it already. Okay, having had the two small, small bits, yeah. so yeah. yeah. Nyambura, I'm not even sure I want to ask you a question. You just start. <laughs> How do I start now? So... Maybe for background, yeah. um, so the context of our podcast is usually talking about, I guess technically it's relationships. Mm -hmm. So when we were beginning our podcast, it was because we realized that the, so we come from a blended family. Mm -hmm. Our parents are divorced and mm -hmm. they are remarried. Mm -hmm. um, but we wanted to explore what that has meant in terms of our sisterhood mm -hmm. or siblinghood mm -hmm. um, and of course it's impossible to look at it without thinking about how it affects our relationships as well sure. whether with friends yeah. or um, with partners yeah. or romantic yes. relationships yes. Um, so I know when we had spoken you were mm -hmm. like <laughs> I don't know if I'm like a pioneer of divorce I don't know if that's what <laughs> <laughs> At least yeah, I think in our generation, yeah. I was one of the fewer people who got divorced. Not that it's something to be proud yeah, of early yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and I've found that many people usually ask my perspective. Mm -hmm. So I know that's what we were yeah, to discuss that's today. That's what we so, want to discuss today. I do want to... Well, to yeah, so, well, I got married young. Mm -hmm. um, I was 24 okay. when I got married mm. in 2009. Mm. Um, I mean, now I have an understanding that it was young, but at the time I was very gung-ho that, mm -hmm. you know, I'm old enough, I'm an adult. Right. Um, yeah. And technically, even before that, I had always known that I wanted to get married early. Mm -hmm. I found that it was something I aspired to, you know, you have your children early mm -hmm. and then you're like done wow. and you're like, yeah, so... Um, in my mind, I had a checklist, you know, you go to school, you finish your degree, then you, you get your first job, uh -huh. you get married. Wow. So I was just there checking, checking, Aki, you checking. So <laughs> <laughs> you were so woke. Was I really? Aki, for real, you were so woke. Okay. Because now I'm looking at it, I'm looking, you know, backwards and I'm yeah. like, why didn't I do that? Then I was not... I, That's not where you are. No. Yeah, so I, I always... <laughs> knew that that was how the checklist mm. was going to progress. Mm. Now, of course, the, the, the thing about it too is, I'm speaking now from a point of hindsight, so there are some things sure. I can now identify through processing, mm -hmm. through therapy, mm -hmm. that um, that kind of rush was mm -hmm. also because of my home setup. I mm. was 
I wanted to start my own family mm -hmm. because I felt like I would be able to start a whole one because of how mm -hmm. our parent dynamic had been. I was like, anyway, now I know what not to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know what to do. Um, and so this is the desire for my life and this is how I'm, this is how life will yeah. go. You're the firstborn? Yes, I am. I'm, it is important to note it I am important. the firstborn daughter. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I already felt like even in terms of responsibility, I had a lot of experience yeah. just even straight out of high school. Mm. Um, so anyway, I got married in 2009. The person mm. I married, we moved to... Uganda yeah. immediately after after the wedding yeah. um, it had not always been the plan mm. before like the plan had always been to stay in Kenya okay. and whatever but mm. um, he had an opportunity for work there uh, and he left like in the wedding planning period mm. Mm. Um, it just so happened that my employer at the time had just opened an office in Kampala so oh, wow. I asked for a transfer and they were like of course no problem um, which to me also spoke to you know God is working yeah, things yeah, out you know Those this are is meant to be <laughs> yes I'm like I look can at imagine God answering goodness, but yeah but I can imagine I mean uprooting yeah yourself from yes. here to and being a new wife, okay, let's just call it new wife. Yes, I know. It's, it's true. a first time thing. It's a first time thing. So if I'm honest, um, when I first moved, it was it was jarring. And you know, the thing about it too is I feel like I'm very confident in myself in terms of, I'll, I mean, I'll be able to do it. Mm, yeah, I'll, I'll hack, ah, of course. Yeah. Um, but I'll be honest that it was tough. Um, for one, I was away from my support system in terms of my sisters, mm. my, I mean, my parents, mm. my friends. Mm. Um, and then when I moved to Kampala, you know, initially, I was so naive. Goodness. <laughs> I, I, really, I thought, had you ever been to UG first? Just I had. Even if visiting I had, I had been to visit. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, when you're visiting, it's like, Three, four days, five Tours. days. You don't you don't have to go to the market. No. You know, you don't have to go find like a supermarket mm -mm. near your area mm -hmm. or language barrier. language barrier. You don't experience it because where you are in every moment, mm. you're with people who mm -hmm. know you or are getting to know you. And um, so I was quite shocked when now I moved there and settled there. I felt like. Ooh, I don't speak Luganda. No. And, I'm like, and that's the one they will mainstream. Of course. You. Of course. Um, so, I mean, I guess I didn't find it too difficult because I'm also an introvert. So I stayed indoors okay. a lot. Okay. Um, but those are not some of the things that you learn to navigate in a relationship because mm -hmm. you can't also just forever be inside. Mm -hmm. um, I must say that over time I made some of my closest friends, people I'm still friends with today yeah. in Kampala, yeah. um, but it was difficult for me. Yeah. In the same breath though, I want to say that maybe in, I thought that it also strengthened our relationship because mm. now your, your person is your person. Yeah, no other person yeah. now. Um, your networks, yeah, everything was in. there. Um, and I still am grateful that I had the job, so I was able to make mm -hmm. my own networks mm -hmm. also through like yeah. the work I was doing. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, but it was it was a it tough landing. Yeah. Um, but I also realized that a lot of my friends out of Kampala mm -hmm. were Kenyans. Yeah. So I guess you just get kind of attracted to the people who are like you or who will understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I, I found that interesting. But anyway. I we, have questions though. Please ask. Just a few Stop on me. the new wife thing. Yeah. Did you have standards for yourself? Like I want to be doing ABC. I want to be doing this in my new house. Uh -huh. I mean. I, Did you find yourself there? I think so. Mm -hmm. But. I feel like, um, so me, I like homemaking things mm. anyway. Mm. So I love to cook. Mm. Um, I'm not so crazy about cleaning, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, I enjoy like putting a home together, mm. you know, like whether it's like furniture. And I should mention that when we moved, we didn't really have anything. Honestly, for like months. Mm. Oh, you started from scratch. We started from absolute scratch, like okay. didn't have a couch. Okay. In fact, I think about people who visited us in our first apartment mm. and sat like on a mattress um, that we had brought out so that people can yeah. sit. <laughs> and we had like one camping chair, wow. you know, so like basic, basic. But for me, like, I don't know, I felt like a home is not the things. It's also like the energy, the spirit, the love, the, love, the whatever that's... Mm. Um, that's what you make driven. Of it, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know that I had expectations or benchmarks for myself. Yeah. Um, but then remember, I was also raised by a single mm. dad. So technically, I had been homemaking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had been taking care time. of my sister, yeah. you know, responsibilities of cooking, mm. making sure planning, you know, like, so it didn't feel like I was adding you know mm. now like as a new wife there are more things okay. um and also i had lived alone for mm. maybe like two years before i got married so i was like Tunendelea too it's mm. just a person that has been added um yeah so i didn't feel like a pressure shift, yeah i okay. didn't feel the shift i felt more because i moved countries yeah oh goodness well i guess also now like living with a man and there's also now the dynamics change, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like in terms of wifely roles, duties, okay. yeah, I didn't feel like a, a, a real shift. Definitely. Maybe it was more tricky for me because now it was someone else has to give input. Uh, um, so like maybe me, I like this carpet. Yeah. See, I buy the carpets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now, and, and uh, I call him my husband. My husband yeah. was very involved, like yeah. he's, he wants like to pick to the artwork and I would used to be like, okay, okay. <laughs> I So for me the mm. that back and forth of oh you have opinions. Mm. Oh, I have to consider your opinions. Mm. Those were the things mm. that I found like in the settling in yeah. were like, Oh, okay. okay. I'm learning. You. Yeah. 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 Okay, so go on. No, I don't even remember where I've reached. Anyway, so, so we one are, year goes, two one year goes, goes by, years two years go by. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like maybe in our fourth year is when we started to feel the cracks. Mm -hmm. um, now, I like to say I I'm sensitive that there's another person whose story this is okay, as yeah, well. So course. I will 
do the best I can to handle it with their mm -hmm. dignity in yeah. mind as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and also dignity for the relationship because mm -hmm. it wasn't just a... Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, so I want to say maybe in our fourth, fourth year mm. is... And technically, the first time I saw the cracks in the relationship, it wasn't even something I witnessed myself. So we mm. did uh, this a program called Ndoa. Well, well, <laughs> I know it. You know Ndoa. I'm laughing because I know it. I am the crusader. Correct. You're the crusader of Ndoa. <laughs> Evangelist. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that I one. Know. Anyway, so um, Ndoa was being... At the time, we were involved in Mavuno at in Kampala mm. um, and so they were bringing Doa as a program you know just uh, enriching uh, hey, enriching marriages the class is called enrich so we yeah. were doing enrich mm -hmm. and so for those who have an idea of what Doa is like or who don't it's like a 10-week program mm. so at the end of the program at the end of the 10 weeks, technically, you have a retreat. Yeah. And in that retreat, you're supposed to do what they call disclosure. Yeah. So in disclosure, basically, the idea behind it is that you're telling your partner the things that you've been hiding from them or secrets, so, you know, so that you're building from a new foundation based yeah. on the principles that you've been learning mm. through the 10 weeks. Um, so anyway, disclosure showed me some tricks because oh. I learned some things and I was like, wow. I was not ready. Okay, I was not ready. Mm. But I want to say that that's the first time it really shook me because mm. until that situation, I had thought we were good. Different pages completely. Um, so for me, it was also the betrayal of, Haya Kumbe, me, I've been thinking that. We're good, but we're, yeah. Um, now, granted, there were some things he raised about maybe my my handling of some situations that I was like, okay, there are some things I oh sorry, mm -hmm. I there's some things I need to work on for mm. myself as well. Mm. Um, but I'll be honest, that was tough for me. Like the long and short of it was infidelity yeah. um, but I was like hmm okay so maybe this is an opportunity to reflect think mm -hmm. about it mm -hmm. um, I felt maybe also in terms of my faith that it was the right thing to do to forgive and just like work work for the thing because also when I got into this situation it was supposed to be a forever thing mm. so um, that is I was like I it's gonna be hard mm. but we Let's work to this. rebuild the trust. Yeah. Um, and I want to say in the beginning, like, there was, there was a clear effort um, on his part as well to show that things were changing. And I guess maybe on my part as well to think about, okay, how can I be more supportive mm. or more um, available mm. or, you know, those kinds of things. Mm. Even though sometimes I was like, those are also excuses, but I was like... Also, I hear you. So, yeah. if this is what we need to be okay, yeah. let's let's work on it. Um, if I'm honest, I feel like maybe after that, things changed. Um, now, again, like I'm saying, yeah. hindsight also helps yeah. you understand some things. Yeah. I think there was a freedom with him speaking his truth. Mm -hmm. um, that I feel like allowed him to be like, oh, 
okay so this can be a thing um and so after that <laughs> like shortly after like just disintegration complete and utter disintegration yeah. um and i must say that i really believed that mm. i should work on the relationship now i was not telling anyone what was going on no. um maybe just a few of our close friends have maybe you guys, Doha. Yeah. have you been given a group have you so been yeah we have group? we have groups in Doha. those are the people who are kind of helping us and this group technically had been a good group of friends before so even the guys, oh, guys had yes okay. so the guys actually it started with the guys coming together to read this book called courageous mm. and then that's how the wives became friends mm. Um, but that was kind of like our community. Yeah. Um, and they were supportive through and through, but now I have my own, I feel like, now how You're do I start? Back. Like, I think sometimes a person's responsibility is purely their own. You can't make someone make decisions. Yeah. Um, you can advise them even and say, you know what? Yeah, even if you're in an accountability group and you're like, yo, my guy, you should not be doing X, Y, Z. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you can say that, mm -hmm. but really responsibility stops day. with an individual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I must say that there were some ups and downs. Yeah. Um, in the end, I, I had to speak to someone, but I spoke to his parents. Okay. Um, I guess because they were in the same country, I mm. felt like they knew what was happening mm. or they were aware because I would let them know and be like, hey, me sasa, me si mtu for two days. Mm. So mm. they are for, because now it comes to that place where it's like, you can't hide for a person yeah. anymore. Because if anything happens, you're also responsible. Mm. Um, so, and I, I have to say they were supportive as well, as much as you can be with yeah. it also being your child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at some point I just felt like, okay, now yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, we did go to counseling. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, that didn't work. Mm -hmm. um, so we ended up separated. Yeah. I want to say it was about six years into our marriage yeah. uh, so we separated mm -hmm. for three months mm -hmm. three four months mm -hmm. i moved back to nairobi so mm -hmm. now at that point things had gotten so thick that now i involved my family okay. yeah uh, mm -hmm. and i was like here now i can't handle by myself mm -hmm. um i think by the time we were in therapy mm -hmm. um i had at least told my sisters i had not told my parents mm -hmm. yet so they knew that things are thick mm -hmm. They didn't know the extent of the thickness, but um, I think now when I decided that I was just going to come home yeah. uh, is when now I told them the real situ situation qua ground. Yeah. Um, actually, where I've reached, it is the end of my rope. Mm. Um, and I think everyone was rather understanding, but yeah. I was here for three months. Yeah. He came, he was like, please forgive me. Let's try work mm. this out again. Mm. Uh, again, you packed your bag. I was like, I don't know that it's the best idea, but this is what I need to do to be okay mm. with my decision. Mm. So I went back. 
and it was tough also because in going back I was determined to try to you know you can go back and go back to complain the whole time or oh. go back to be like I even knew you have to have a certain you are showing me yeah so by the time you're going back you mm -hmm. have to be like yeah I'm going but I'm mm -hmm. going to actually try to work on things mm -hmm. um, which was difficult but in the end three four months down later like nothing had changed okay. so so now I left for good mm. That is the high-level chronological summary. <laughs> executive summary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I moved back um, seven years after yeah. the, the marriage. Yeah. Wow. Your suitcases, everything. Or so you just came technically, and afresh. I came and started afresh. Mm. If I'm honest. Mm. Um, Felt like I needed the fresh start. So I literally just left with my clothes. The same way I went to Kampala with just like a few suitcases. Yeah. That's the way I came back, yeah. um, which was hard yeah. also. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I sometimes think about like all the wedding gifts that I had in a store mm. somewhere that I was just like, actually I can, yeah, I cannot be bothered. like. Yeah. Godspeed. However, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Sasa, I am going with God. Mm. He will sort me out in mm. the future. So, yeah, I left with just my suitcases. Wow. Mm. I'm so sorry for that. Yeah. Now, Tell this me. is where for me the journey. No, mm -hmm. this is now the story. Mm -hmm. Like I told you now, the, the show I'm watching. Now, this is the beginning of where I really want you to now, you know, hindsight, hindsight, do all that going back. So you've come back to Nairobi, you've mm -hmm. come back home. You rented your own space? No. Your, you went, okay, you went home. So home. this is the thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people I talk to who are like, oh, I'm in a tough situation. Mm. I want to, I'm like, living a marriage is also not easy. Even yeah. when you're the one yeah. who has made the decision. Yeah. By the way, let me, let me be very clear. Mm. I think sometimes people imagine that it's only difficult for the person who's left in that situation. No, for me... If you can imagine, I had been building a home for mm. seven years. Mm -hmm. I worked for a family business, his family business. Like, wow. So I had shifted my career. There's so many. I think the end of a marriage is not so much even just the marriage. It's mm -hmm. also the death of a relationship, yes, but it's also the death of a future, an ambition. Like the rest of your life had been planned with another person in mind. Even what you have been building towards... I mean, like our finances were so enmeshed, entrenched. You know, I was making decisions based on having a partner. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many things included mm -hmm. in the end who of you, who you, who you are, are as a person, know, yeah. the, the, the things you're prioritizing mm -hmm. as well. So me making the decision to come home was not easy. If you can imagine, I haven't been in Nairobi for seven years. Mm -hmm. And things are changing. People are changing. Yeah. Thankfully, I was still pretty close with like my inner circle of friends that we had tried to keep in touch. Maybe mm. didn't see each other as much. Mm. I thank God WhatsApp came in those yeah. years that I was away. But mm. before that, you can imagine like the costs of calling and SMSing were so expensive. I didn't see people often. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, but when I moved back, now see, I'd left everything I had built. Mm. I had a business that I was running. Mm. I had customers. Yeah, you had. There's a day I actually yeah. looked for you. You were, you were selling Yamu Bites, were you? I was Is selling cakes. Yes. I had started a cake business. Mm. So 
I gave up everything. Now I was coming to start. If you imagine how you are when you leave your parents' house, that is how I came back. I had a, a bit of savings, but that, that was it. So how am I renting an apartment? Yeah. I have no job. Yeah. The business I was running, I have left behind. Mm. I have scratch. Mm. So I went to my mother's house, yeah. which is also so difficult. You, mm -hmm. This is something people don't talk about. It's Moving back home difficult. as an adult is also challenging because you're yeah. used to your independence, yeah, your freedom, you know, like sometimes my mom would call me and be like, what time are you coming home? And I'd be like, mom, <laughs> when I was a whole wife in Kampala, did you used to ask me if I've gotten home? You know, like, but I also understand that once you're a parent, you're a parent. So mm -hmm. the fact that I was under her roof meant, um, yeah, but it was really difficult. So mm -hmm. I had to come and be like, okay, am I going to start baking mm -hmm. in, Kam in Nairobi as mm -hmm. well? Mm -hmm. Where do I find the market? How do I tell people I'm here? You know, so I moved first to my mom's house and then I moved in with my sister after. Mm -hmm. It was not until maybe a year and a half of me being back that I actually got my own wow. spot. Yeah. Well. But it it was it was tough. I can imagine. Yeah, it was tough. So how are you navigating the the, the specific now um, you know? Are you breaking down? Are you overwhelmed with sadness? Were mm. you, you know? So I want to say, I think because the breakdown of the marriage had been happening for quite a while, mm. there are some aspects with which I had settled in myself. By the time I was leaving, mm. in some aspects of grief in terms mm. of the relationship, I feel like I had been mourning it for a long time, even while I was in it. Um, so by the time I was like, Sasa basi sinivo, I was like, I've accepted that. Yeah. Whatever I could do, whatever, like I have reached the end of myself in mm. trying to make this thing work. Now I have left it. Mm. Um, but that doesn't end there. So when now I came back, of course, there's like the things of having to rely on people, mm. which makes you sad. Mm. Um, sometimes, of course, you can miss a person also who has been mean to you. Yeah. Because no, there, there is some, there's something that was there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard when you miss a friendship also. Mm. So I feel like there's some days you're like, Yes, I've got this. Mm. You can do this. But I found that I struggled a lot with social anxiety, especially. Mm. Um, because also when you've been known as someone's wife for so many years, everywhere you go, people pair you with that so person. So it's fun. like, hi. Mm. Oh, my gosh. You're in Nairobi. Mm. How's Nani? Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So those and are now. Good. And I. If I'm honest, and in the beginning, so I used weird. to lie. Yeah. I used to be like, oh, he's fine. Yeah. Because I thought that that would stop the question. the question, the conversation. But you know what happens is people ask the next question. Mm. Hey, and he didn't come with you. Or, and, and, and now what you feel that anxiety to? like oh, your heart is goodness. just beating every time. Mm. So it wasn't even until quite a while that I was like, actually... I have to stop lying and just be honest and point blank. And I found that the thing that I had feared was like people will judge me or 
you know, it's it's difficult or navigate. I found that when I started being honest with people, mm -hmm. people are actually quite compassionate. Oh. Also very shocked. So I think sometimes the shock is also a good thing <laughs> because they don't know what to say next. Yeah. Um, so now when you're like, hi, how's Nani? I'll be like, that story died. We are no longer together. You find someone like, being like, oh, oh. I did not see that coming. <laughs> then so people will, it. a lot of times people will be encouraging and be like, yeah, but are you well? Or, mm. you know, I'll be praying for you mm. or that's unfortunate. But mm. of course there are those other ones who are like, but did you work on it? Mm. Or, you know, like those kinds of things. So initially you're dealing with an identity shift because you've been a wife and you have been connected yeah. to someone for so long. Yeah. Um, so there's that that you're mourning. You're yeah. mourning the relationship that used to happen. Yeah. Or there's some things like inside jokes. Honestly. Then you're like, the only person who yeah, can right. understand this mm. thing is this person. Yeah. But I do not want to, you know, so there's, there are various losses, you mm. know. Um, I think for me, moving back meant a breakup with so many other things. I have friends who have struggled with like, you know, maybe on Sundays you used to do specific things yeah. together mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. I think for me, the change in geographical location already made such a harsh mm. change or breakup in mm. that sense that I was like, I can't even miss those things. Because even if I, I feel like if I had stayed in Kampala, it would have been more difficult because you're seeing the places you used to go. The, yeah. um, so I think that harsh break yeah. um, stop and it was now yeah Nairobi it was now like fresh 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 start, fresh, fresh start. Yeah. Um, but yeah it was it's I think it's ups and downs and you know when you're saying was it just that time yeah. I think to be honest I feel like you can be done with that thing and still have moments way later yeah. that you're like that oh you yeah it's like back. either pull you back or sometimes make you sad or yeah so sometimes it's not i mean the heaviness is in that mm. immediate season mm. but then the other times you'll be like hey anyway just a <laughs> random trigger <laughs> yeah <laughs> out of nowhere and you'll be like what mm. you know or yeah. those kinds of things yeah so why this was you know of course so intriguing so um interesting for me or rather why we wanted i wanted us to talk about it is because i feel like several of i can i can actually think of several people that mm -hmm. i would have wanted to call for this same mm -hmm. recording or episode mm -hmm. for them to just give their aspect or yeah. from a young woman's perspective because there are all these comments about you know this generation cannot stay can mm. do not know kuvumilia and all mm. that you said six years seven years mm. and in my head i'm like okay how much time is you know like you mm. you've humiliated for how long mm. you waited for how long or you fought for how long mm. and when did it feel ah, it's okay when did you feel that validation mm. i guess that's what i'm asking okay if i'm honest i don't think I think that the challenge comes when you're seeking that validation mm. externally mm. because you will realize that you'll be struggling alone. Yeah. So on the one hand, I think going into my marriage, I was determined for it to work out. Now, 
remember I'm telling you I've come from a parent situation where they are divorced. Mm. And there's one thing I was like, I will not be a statistic. Mm. I do not want to be that child who they're like, ah, in any case, what do you expect? Because mm. her parents are also divorced. Yeah. So I, I was ultra determined to for it to work. For it to work. Mm -hmm. Because of that, mm. I want to say also because of my faith, mm. Um, I think growing up with divorced parents who are in the church and the church would be very clear about God hates divorce. Yeah. You know, we talk about this with my sisters mm. in the podcast, mm. how people would come to us and be like, oh, your parents, yeah. they are doing the thing that God hates, you know. So that you do what yeah. they're coming to tell you girls. Anyway, those are <laughs> my fights with the church are also yeah. a different situation. Yeah. But, mm. I mean, I think because of that, I was adamant. Um, now, the first time I told people what was going on, I was surprised even women in the church, older women, aunties mm. being like, here too. Oh. You know, only that. And I remember my disillusionment to be like, oh, okay, so this is clearly it's a thing okay. that happens okay. that people just are like, it's all right. It's all right. Um, but I was like, that's also unfair because nobody tells you to expect this thing. When we're at bridal showers, people are not telling you me I've been cheated on X number of times and I've forgiven Y number of times. And this is the side child, that's the side family. This is, you know, yeah. those, I, I think the clear picture was not being painted. So I remember being very disillusioned first that, oh, this is a vumilia thing. I didn't mm -hmm. know. So it made me feel crazy mm -hmm. for expecting better for myself yeah. but then i guess this is where now therapy comes in yeah. because i had to process some of those things for myself to mm. say okay if i believe that god hates divorce from a faith perspective mm. why am i not capable of believing that he also gives us a way out in the specific situation that i am in why am i choosing to believe him at his word on one thing and not the other so, higher, that is that one processing. Mm. And then it's like, okay, so, but you vumilia, but what does that mean for you? And until Health wise, when? until yeah. when? Yeah, so even by the time I was deciding to leave, it was because now I was getting to the place where I would sleep, I would wake up and I'd be like, God, you didn't come in the night. Mm. Why? Well, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I want to rest. Yeah. Yeah. And then I start to be like, Surely is that your plan for me as your child when you say that you have good plans for me to prosper me? Is this, is this your plan? Because those were now my prayers. Yeah. I'm like, me, I'm not understanding mm. who you say you are versus what is happening. I'm not, make it make sense. Yeah. yeah? yeah. So on the one hand, there's some people who will tell you I've humiliated too long. There are some other people who are like, you had more vumilia in you. I think at the end of the day, it comes to your personal decisions. Mm -hmm. So for me, in, and I also say it's not a decision I arrived to carelessly. I don't think anyone ever just leaves a marriage carelessly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope not anyway. <laughs> yeah, It's something yeah. that you have thought through. Yeah. For me, prayerfully considered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but... The day I was like, aha, it is time. Mm. It was time. Mm. And I usually say, that day you can live even with a handbag. Mm. And you just go. And you go. Mm. But I, I don't know that it's a generational thing. Mm. I feel like every situation is different. There's some people I will talk to and I'll be like, why aren't you fighting for your marriage? 
Uh, there are some people, I, I, I don't believe there's a one-size-fits-all. I don't believe that there's a vomilia point where it's too much or too little. I think people are different. I think individuals are different. Yeah. I think situations are different. Mm -hmm. I mean, when your health is at risk, at risk mm -hmm. or like even in, in an abusive relationship, mm -hmm. I don't, like how do you, and I think it's also like as a society, we've, we've created like a, an axis mm. of mm. now, if it's the beating, levels. please. Here immediately. Imagine there are people who if it, it's just beating. Exactly. I You're know. right. So that's why I'm like, if you rely on this societal standard mm. or even religious mm. or church standard, mm. I mean you can make decisions, but they will be not your own. At yeah. some point then now it has to be me myself, the way I understand myself, mm. the way I understand my partner, mm. the way I have seen the pattern of behavior or what is happening yeah. is change possible. Yeah. yeah, and for me, therapy is what helped me understand that. Yeah. Also, if someone has a habit, yeah. do you know how long it takes for someone to change a habit? And they have to be deliberately wanting to. So if someone does not want to change yeah. already, yeah. because those were some of the battles I was having, I'd be like, God, I believe you change people. Mm -hmm. I believe in a God that changes mm -hmm. people. That's a, a core part of my faith. Why aren't you changing this person? But then it had to be for me to realize, also God doesn't force you to change. You have to be in surrender. It has to be that you want, mm -hmm. yeah? You confess, you believe, and then he transforms. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, a, yeah, anyway, and I feel like I have so many tangents. Magic wand. <laughs> And you yeah. change. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way. Okay. Mm. So for me, it's just that part of normalizing the whole, you know, you come tell me, oh, yeah, no, we went our separate ways. I'm mm. like, what? Mm. You see, we don't take it as that. We're mm. all busy, you know, uh, judging. Mm. And, uh, wow. Yeah. So the, I think um, it's... It's difficult, but the thing about it is I also don't feel society will change. Okay. Um, so I don't know that you'll ever get... Maybe people are more empathetic. I feel like in the time since I moved back, even mm. you'll see like churches, mm. like chapel have divorce care. Like mm. people are being more aware that, that it's you can't just be like divorce is a sin. Full stop. Full stop, mm. you know? Mm there are real lives that are being impacted day to day mm. by this situation. Mm. Whatever the reason may be, mm. whatever happens in everyone's relationship, mm. I feel like people are a bit more empathetic, but I don't think that society, expecting society to change their view on you didn't fight enough or humiliate yeah. or whatever. So sometimes I'm usually like, you also have to be okay with going against the grain because no one will pat you on the back. Sometimes even if you tell them what happened, people will be like, yeah. but was he taking care of the home? <laughs> you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. For some people, yeah. some, like everyone's standard is different. So sometimes I feel like going into it, just 
maintaining the expectation that people will not understand. Mm. So it has to come from within that you're at peace with your decision. Mm. You're okay with the outcome, whatever it is. You may be okay to lose some friends because there are some people who will struggle yeah. to be associated with a divorced person. Yeah. Or there are some people who will only see you as a divorced person. You know, mm. there are some people who their husbands will worry that their wife is hanging out with a divorced woman. Mm. So maybe she's putting yeah, things in her things. head oh. or, you know, so th there's so many other things on this other side mm. as well that I'm like, if you're not at peace with yourself, yeah. whether that's through your faith yeah. or whatever it is, the expectation of people understanding, mm. I think, is, is wrong. We can hope that they have empathy, yeah. compassion, yeah. but yeah. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let me just ask you this, because the thing about self-awareness is coming to my mind a lot. Mm. Do you feel like it played any role? You know, just you being self-aware as mm. Yambura, who I am, mm. throughout the whole process? I wouldn't say it played a role, but I don't know that I was self-aware, mm. as self-aware then. Mm. I think it's also like a work in progress. Mm -hmm. I think it's for me being in therapy, in processing, why would I not leave someone who treats me badly? Mm. That level of self-awareness, mm. you know, mm. that now has nothing to do with them or their behavior. No, no, no. It is me. Yeah. Wow. So it's in processing that mm. that I can be like, oh, okay, this is from here. And maybe this insecurity is from here. And in understanding that, then I can be like, okay, so what boundaries do I want to put to protect myself? Now, even still, I would move from that point and be like, okay, now I know some things about myself. Mm -hmm. But then later in life, you discover that, oh, okay, I guess I hadn't processed this other thing. Um, and I have been in relationship after. And I always say that, you know, people imagine that you heal from a divorce and then in Asia Hapo, now if you move on to another relationship, mm. you're now healed. Mm. But I think someone will bring up triggers in you that you did not even know are still sitting yeah. there, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, or you might think you've processed through some things and then someone will say something and you'll be like, why am I so upset about mm. this thing? And then it has to be like, oh, this is not about this person. Yeah. Self-awareness. Yeah. Now you have to dig deep again mm. and be like, okay, where is this coming from? Mm. Is it something I haven't dealt with? Mm. Um, so I think it's an evolving of self-awareness. Mm. Um, I really believe in therapy yeah, yeah. and that, that level of understanding what am I bringing into this situation or mm. where are my triggers in this situation? Mm. How much of what I'm reading into this situation is about me versus mm -hmm. about this person, mm -hmm. about a previous hurt, mm -hmm. about a wound that I haven't healed. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it played a part um, in some of my tough decision making for sure, but mm -hmm. I think it's a work in progress. I think always learning yourself, always digging deep, mm -hmm. always understanding as things come up is where you need to be. Um, in life yeah mm. okay most probably the last question <laughs> the whole matrix of okay religion nyambura mm. now mm. are you are you 
are you a full divorcee? Like you guys have yes. gone through the whole yes, process? Yes, the legal process is wow, complete. Wow, how hard was it? Just um, it wasn't very difficult for me, I must say. Okay. Um, I waited a while to file. Mm. Uh, so I, I think we started the process maybe two years after mm. the final separation. Mm. Um, I did it by myself. Um, okay. And I'm very grateful that he was gracious enough to accord me that because that was my request. Mm. So it was uncontested. Mm. So I feel like in that sense, I was... Um, and you did it here. And I did got, it here. So we got married here. Kenya. Technically, you're yeah. supposed to do it where your residence, where you have been residing. Mm. Um, but now I had moved back here. So yeah. it was easier to file here. Yeah. Um, so... It does take a long time. And of course, mm. because of the time, mm. it was still like bringing up all things, um, you know, having to discuss with your lawyer, um, you know, process those things again. Mm. Um, it was tough. Mm. Um, I'm still grateful that I was able to do it alone because then I don't think it was as, I think having a contested or mm. like back and forth in court can also be tough. Um, yeah, so it took as long as it took. I think the okay. documentation came out maybe a year really and a half after, after. Since you started. Yeah, but I wasn't also in a rush to... I guess you can expedite or you can... Depending on who your lawyer is, mm. you know. But I think these, take, these things take as much time as they do. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was finalized. Depending on where the other person yeah, is. Yeah, so it was finalized The question ago. was, in the matrix of religion, yeah. divorce, now, yeah. and Nyambura, and yeah. where are you? Are you moving on? Are you hopeful? Are you still believing in these things? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's... that's um, so, in terms of... Maybe let me start with religion. That's mm. the big one. So, I, I see it more as faith. Um, yeah. So in terms of my faith, I think, to be honest, I don't know that I would have made it through this thing without my belief mm. in Jesus. Mm. Um, I think that's his faithfulness and grace. I, I think the word I underline the most is grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. His grace is sufficient mm -hmm. regardless. Mm -hmm. um, now, I had mentioned before, me, I have fights with his children. <laughs> God's children. Yes. Um, so initially, even when I moved back, I didn't go to church for a long time because mm -hmm. I felt judged. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm honest, I think those are also some things you put on yourself. I don't know that everyone is judging you. Yeah. Maybe if you feel that you are raised in this situation mm -hmm. where people spoke this way about this situation, you might feel like people are judging you. Um, but I, like I said, I think the church has moved to recognize that these things are happening mm -hmm. and making it available for people to have the resources mm -hmm. they need. Um, I don't know that I'm willing yeah. to be a participant in those. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm still scarred in some yeah. senses. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a responsibility they have to also hold people accountable for their behavior that sometimes I feel like we push forgiveness. We don't push accountability from the position of the church. Yeah. Um, that's a whole different matter. Mm. But uh, also... I'm aware that there are some people who don't believe that you should move on after being divorced. Um, I've had some really difficult conversation, yeah. even with family members. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I have 
moved on okay. in the, in the past. Mm. Currently, I'm single, mm. but uh, again, that ends up being a situation where you have to be secure in yourself, your yeah. peace, your relationship with Christ, yeah. if that's a factor. Mm. Um, a lot of churches don't marry divorces mm -hmm. also, so if you do choose to go ahead oh. to that step, mm. you would have to... I don't know, either go to a new yeah. church or, or do an yes. AG situation. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the work is being done to understand more um, mm. and be more compassionate and empathetic. Mm. Um, I feel like, like I said, the grace is sufficient. Mm. Uh, maybe it's finding the community that will also be as gracious because yeah. um, it's difficult to be going through these things and still having to bear the weight of people's judgment and expectations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I feel like the church has its role to play. Mm -hmm. I think me, in my security personally, in my relationship with Christ, that is the thing that I go to first mm -hmm. before what the church will say, mm -hmm. what the pastors, mm -hmm. what religion mm -hmm. as a movement mm -hmm. would do. Mm -hmm. um, so if my personal conviction, I'm feeling at peace, yeah. that's the most You're important thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Parting shots. Parting shots. For young women like ourselves <laughs> are we still young hey please hey by the way i young. thought i am young I we're young for life. Life. i am young i get it yeah for young women like ourselves who yeah. could be either because honestly i can think of maybe five that i know that could be in this situation mm. whether whichever reason you know mm. but now they are out of it they are um, ashamed going through the whole struggle of no who am i adjusting identity yes, yes. yeah adjusting trying to and you see no yours has now the those the people i know don't have the i'll call it is it a benefit Mm. Can I can I use it as a benefit or looking at it as a positive thing? Mm. The whole geographical thing. Mm. We wish we could just go to another another place. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't have the yeah. the, the luxury rather mm. of you know moving mm. from one location to another. So you're trying to be somebody else, or you're trying to you know yeah. move on, or it's redoing what? It's not recreating, but it's it's like basically starting from scratch. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know that I have precise advice. I also say that, or maybe let me premise this by mm. saying every situation is different. different. So like for me, I didn't have children, which mm. I think also mm. makes things infinitely more complicated mm. in some situations. Mm -hmm. um, the number one point of advice I would say is go to therapy, mm. even if you can do at least three sessions, mm. um, because I think that will put you in the frame of mind to understand how to process it for yourself, how to process it in line with the other people who are affected by it, mm. um, and maybe also how to set boundaries mm. on who needs to know how mm. much, when, mm. how comfortable you are speaking about things or not. Because mm. I think a lot of why you also cower or shelter yourself is not being sure if you say something, how someone will receive it. Um, I think therapy will also help you to understand that it's nobody else's business or decision mm. but your own. Mm. I think for me, the biggest takeaway was I stopped caring what people think. Mm. 
at least in, in in relation to that matter because That's I was like one. at the end of the day in 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 that specific time and space it was just me mm. yeah so you cannot understand unless you have been in my shoes mm. the reason why how things are going mm. why I'm making decisions mm. the way I am mm. um, but I think therapy will also help you to understand and name the emotion the feeling mm. and make sure that you're not sitting in it yeah. um, another thing I say is find healthy coping me mechanisms because to imagine that you will be okay just are they there healthy coping mechanisms? I don't know me I go to the gym oh <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think maybe and also as a person of faith I think yeah. for me maybe also praying or like reading mm. or talking to someone who I'm like because there are also times you cannot pray for yourself mm. or your relationship with God is affected by the way things have panned mm. out Um, but maybe it's like hanging out with a friend for a coffee mm. um, or finding the things that are important to you, whether it's a quiet space, mm. going to a movie or, you know, buying yourself flowers, mm. finding things that help you deal with that outlet or even just like having a good cry. People yeah. underestimate the value of, oh, today is one of those days. There are times I've had to park yeah. on the side of the road yeah. and just be like, I guess it's happening. Mm. And... You just cry. Yeah, let all of it yeah. out. Um, mm. So I think being okay with feeling the feelings. I think a lot of the times people block. Or you're like, I don't have time We for that always now. always quickly want to move on. Oh, you want to move on. Me, I'm like, ride mm -hmm. the wave. Because mm. if you don't, it mm. catches up with you mm. as well. So I don't know that that's helpful advice. I would say therapy, number one. Because yeah. it will help you figure out yourself. Yeah. Naming the emotions. Your boundaries, like mm. name the emotions, mm. feel the emotions, yeah. and have some healthy, healthy, healthy coping, coping mechanisms, guys. Mechanisms, <laughs> if that's, yeah, if that's yeah. what you're going through, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I feel like for me, community was also really important. Mm -hmm. It didn't have to be big. Um, yeah, so, but like people who will be there for you yeah. you know when you're like i'm having a hard day mm. i don't know what to do mm. sometimes you just need someone to sit with you in silence mm. sometimes you need someone to give you space yeah. um, sometimes you want to express anger yeah. so maybe it's to take you to a junkyard mm. with a stick and you can hit some things mm. that release that yeah, uh, you know whatever it, it is it in working moms they actually <laughs> have you see in, in, really? instead of darts they throw axes to uh like a wooden board to be honest so <laughs> i feel like nairobi needs one of it, those kind of you know like a thing that you release all that I'm axe throwing God. and I whatever mean. you know because sometimes you do need to have like a good shout yes. even yes. um without people thinking you're mad or mm. you know yeah so yeah I that's, that was that's really nice yeah and funny. yeah so i guess we need some of those in in nairobi we do by the yeah. way yeah business opportunity uh, pitch uh, <laughs> trademark in uh, case <laughs> if you come up with it we can yeah, be like yo tulikuwa tumesema kwa kwa exactly <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for coming yamura i hope it was Oh my god. Impactful or helpful. Yeah. It was good. Right? Right guys, right. Thank you so much for watching and for listening as usual.
like, comment, share, watch or listen okay kiasi. Yes, please listen. look for okay kiasi right there on in on YouTube. On uh well we're not a video. We're yeah. on YouTube, yes, yes. Yeah. but it's an it's a fully audio podcast. Yeah. So but everywhere you find your podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, mm -hmm. we're there also. I can vouch for them. There it's it's lovely. I've listened to about about two or three of your episodes yeah. and it was so interesting. Yeah. Thank you so much guys for coming, for watching and for listening. Have a good one.